Well, this evening, <clears throat> I'd like to talk about a subject. You know, we've got uh, the war going over in the Middle East uh, with Israel and and uh, all the different factions over there, and and uh, all in the Lord's plan. We can't help but wondering, you know, what's what's going to happen and who's how big is it going to get and and everything like that. Uh, is it the time of uh, great tribulation and Antichrist coming in and all that? And and I don't I don't know the answers to that. I can say today we're a day closer than we were yesterday. That's about all I can say with assurity. But uh, there was somebody gave me a recording some time back about the Antichrist. And it was very interesting. It was false, but it was very interesting. And, and uh, uh, there, this teaching was that Cain's genealogy through Cain would be the Antichrist would come. And that's, boy, that makes a, makes a good story, you know, uh, the, the Cain and so forth, the Cain that killed Abel. And through that, through his seed, the Antichrist will come. Uh, this teaching actually was, was uh, well, it's actually pretty popular out there even today. But they, this recording that I had uh, that they'd given me, that this uh, group said that Cain and Abel were twins. You know, Scripture says, you know, Cain, Abel, and so forth. But they, this, this said that they were, they were twins. And that... Uh, that uh, Adam was the father of Abel, but Satan was the father of Cain. And uh, so this started this, this teaching, and uh, Cain's seed then, if you would follow it, would bleed up, and that's who the Antichrist would be. And like I said, it makes a, a wonderful story, it's just, it's just not true. <laughs> but it makes a good story. So we, need, we do need to be... Uh, cautious or much in prayer as we listen to other teachings that may sound good and sound true. And they have scriptures that they go to that uh, lets them come up with this uh, doctrine. But uh, whenever I first heard it, and actually someone pretty close to me gave me this recording, and I thought this is this is not going to be good uh, as I had to have this discussion with them and show them that it, it wasn't true. But my first thing, whenever I listened to it, my first thing was, well, how do you get Cain's seed through the flood? I mean, it's wonderful to say, or it's, maybe it's fun to say that, yeah, this villain Cain, his genealogy is going to be the Antichrist. But you think for a moment, how did it get him through the flood? And that was, that was my question, my first question. And uh, let me take a minute to go ahead and tell you this as well. One time, I, uh, well, not one time. I like to go to sleep with the TV on and put it on a timer. And uh, uh, sometimes, uh, anyway. So this one night, uh, the timer, I guess, hadn't kicked off yet. 
So this man that was the head of this organization, evangelist, preacher, whatever he, he called himself, happened to be on there. But I was asleep. And, but yet the sound was on and my brain was interacting with what he was saying. And I'd heard this recording you know, before, well, many times, because I listened to it many times. So in my, in my dream, it was, it was really crazy, but I, I kept hearing this man saying this, and he called people stupid and everything, which he did, actually. And, and uh, So it was like, though, in, in my dream, he was going around, going to have this big uh, thing at a great big church, a civic center or something, and he was kind of rounding up people to come and listen to him. So he was, he was telling this story and everything, and he was way back there, and he kept coming close to me, and I kept saying, but how's he going to get him through the flood? How, how do you get him through the flood? When he got to me, I said, how do you get him through the flood? And on television while he's preaching, then he started talking about stupid and everything, and I was, I was ready to fight, and here I was asleep. But anyway, <coughs> that was my first question. How did you get Cain's seed through the flood? And they had some, uh, some answers, I, I guess. But let's go back to Genesis chapter 6. And uh, we'll start back there. Because there are things that we hear that sounds, oh yeah, that's, that sounds good. Now, I can't tell you who the Antichrist is. Uh, but uh, I can tell you who he's not, and he's not Cain's uh, seed. Okay, uh, Genesis chapter 6. And by the way, this, this is still being taught. Uh, there's a particular one on television and reached millions of people, I guess. Uh, okay, Genesis 6 and uh, verse 7. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping things and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Or Noah found an unmerited favor. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Unmerited, but yet uh, he had this, this grace. Now, so Noah found grace. It doesn't say Noah and his seed and Cain and his seed. It simply says Noah. In uh, verse, let's see, 17. And behold, I, even I, do, do bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh, wherein is the breath of life from under heaven, and everything that is in the earth shall die. But with thee will I establish my covenant, and thou shalt come into the ark, thou, thy sons, thy wife, and thy sons' wives with thee. So, Who's going to come in the ark? According to the Bible. Now, I know what this teaching taught. This Cain's seed made it through the flood. But according to this, they wasn't on the ark. Uh, thou, thy sons, thy wife, 
and thy sons' wives. This was the ones that was going to be on the, on the ark. And it, and it said in verse 17, And behold, I, even I, do bring the flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh, wherein is the breath of life from under heaven, and everything that is in the earth shall die. And I know you folks believe this and understand this, but you'd be surprised how many this teaching, how far it goes and still flourishing. So uh, I have questions about fish, fish, well, and uh, things of that uh, nature. Uh, but man and beast and creeping things and the fowls of the air. Uh, let me read 18 again. But with thee will I establish my covenant, and thou shalt come into the ark, thou, thy sons, thy wife, and thy sons' wives with thee. And of every living thing, of, of all flesh, two of every sort shalt thou bring into the ark, to keep them alive with thee. They shall be male and female. Of the fowls after their kind, of the cattle after their kind, of every creeping thing of the earth after its kind, two of every sort shall come unto thee to keep them alive. 21. And take thou unto thee all the food that is eaten, and thou shalt gather it to thee, and there shall be for food for thee and for them. Who's the them? Well, his family and, and, and the animals. Uh, so all flesh that was going to be saved from this, according to this, is on the ark. And then in verse 22, Thus did Noah, according to all that God commanded him, so did he. So did Noah bring... Uh, 25 cattle? No. If he did what the Lord commanded him, he didn't bring 25 cattle. Did he bring three pigs? No. Not according to the scriptures. Well, did he bring 9, 10, 11, 12 people? Did he have a few, did he snuggle a few people on board other than his family? Well, it says he did it according to what God said. And God, we already read, who was going to be on board. Eight souls was listed. So, Cain and his seed did not make it through the flood on the ark. So, this uh, teaching, doctrine, maybe I call it, said that, well, Cain's seed could have survived the flood because the flood was just a, a local flood. It wasn't worldwide. So that's words that some man said because, well, they come up with the idea that Cain's seed would be the Antichrist. And someone that I respected a lot once said, if you try to prove yourself right, you will. So they had this idea that Cain's seed would be the Antichrist, which makes a wonderful story. And then they said about 
to have a doctrine to support all that. So, no way they made it on the ark. Noah did exactly what God told him to do. And, and oh, and by the way, uh, two of every kind, but there were seven of the clean beasts that they brought on board. Uh, many people uh, kind of forget about that. But uh, this teaching said, well, they, they could have escaped because the flood was just a local flood. It wasn't worldwide. So say Cain's seed could have made it that way. Genesis 7 and uh, verse 4. For yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days and forty nights, and every living thing that I have made will I destroy from the face of the earth. Doesn't sound like just a local thing. And well, I keep thinking this organization and these are intelligent people and and know a lot of scriptures and why they can't see something like this i want to say i don't understand but i i do understand uh we know it's, it's the lord that opens eyes and so forth but when you see something that's plain every living thing i have made will i destroy from off the face of the earth and how they can say, well, you know, the flood was just local. They was probably up on a mountain, and, and Cain's seed survived that way. How can, you, how can you do that? So did God lie to Noah? I'm just going to save your eight souls? Or, or was he mistaken that uh, this flood didn't get quite high enough that Cain's seed was up on this mountain and, and survived? Uh, let's see. Uh, let's go to verse 7 still chapter 7 verse uh, 13 and the very same day entered Noah and Shem Ham Japheth the sons of Noah and Noah's wife and the three wives of his sons with them into the ark so this is who was going to be in the ark they and every beast after its kind, and all the cattle after their kind, and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth after its kind, of every fowl of the air its kind, every bird of its sort. Again, there's going to be two of the unclean and seven of the clean that was going to be on, on that ark. Uh, and then verse 19 and the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth. And all the high hills that were under the whole heaven were covered. Fifteen cubits upward did the waters prevail. And the mountains were covered. How can an intelligent people, organization, not see this? Be yet... I don't know, millions or thousands follow them. 20, uh, 21. And all flesh died that moved upon the earth. Now let me read that again. And all flesh died that moved upon the earth. Both of fowl, every cattle, of the beast, 
of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, and every man. All in whose nostrils was the breath of life, of all that was in the dry land, died. So, how can an intelligent people say that they made it through the flood? Well, it wasn't worldwide. How can you say that? Again, if you've got a point to prove and you want to support it, you'll go to about any length to prove it, or to try to prove it. Uh, and, well, who do we believe? <laughs> I mean, who do we believe? First Peter uh, chapter 3. First Peter chapter 3. And verse 20. Who at one time or sometimes were disobedient when once the long-suffering of God waited in the days of Noah while the ark was preparing, in which few, that is eight souls, were saved by water. Now there's a lot more teaching there, but we're just going after one point this evening. How many souls were saved by water? Well, according to the scriptures, there was eight. And we read who they were. No, his wife, uh, his uh, three sons, and their wives. Eight souls. But yet to prove this, try to prove and uphold this point out here that the seed of Cain is going to be the Antichrist, they come up with these things that... that cannot be supported by the scriptures. Uh, but on the, the recording, and then I'd since seen on television that uh, Cain survived. They implied it was, you know, the flood wasn't worldwide and everything like that. But uh, they said, well, irregardless of how he survived, how the seed survived, he, they went to the scriptures and they picked up Canaan. Picked up the name Canaan. In other words, after the flood, they went and looked at some genealogies and they picked up the word Canaan and Canaanites. And their explanation was, see, we don't know how he made it through the flood, but he did. Because here's his genealogy, Cain and Canaanites. But again, these intelligent people Humanly speaking, I can't understand. So Genesis chapter uh, 10, and, and, I, and I wanted to read the names of his sons, which we did, uh, and for an important reason, Genesis 10 and uh, verse 15, and Cain, and this was scripture that this, organization gave and Canaan begot Sidon the firstborn of, of Heth and, uh, the, uh, and the Jebusite and the Amorite and the Gergesite and the Hivite and the uh, Archite and the Sunites and the Arvidite and the uh, Zimmerites and the Hamathites 
Afterward were the families of the Canaanites spread abroad. So he says, I don't know how they made it through the flood, but see, they did. And here's, here's the seed, the Canaanites, and they were spread abroad. And, and they go on this, this teaching and, and hold on to this. So did they make it through the flood somehow? Was he up on a mountain on top of a tall tree holding on for all the days that the earth was covered? How did he make it through the flood? Well, of course, they didn't. But let's go back to Genesis chapter 9. And, uh, and we'll see just where I read you those genealogies, of those, all those ites, different ites there, and end up with the Canaanites, started with Canaan, and then end up these Canaanites that were spread throughout the earth and everything. He said, so you see, they made it through the flood very well. But where did they come from? Where did they come from? This group, who's much smarter than I am, should have seen this. Genesis chapter 9 and uh, verse 18. And the sons of Noah that went forth out of the ark were Shem and Ham and Japheth. And Ham is the father of Canaan. These are the three sons of Noah, and of them was the whole earth overspread. So this Canaan, which we read those genealogies in the 10th chapter, and all these ites and Canaanites, they come from Ham. So they didn't come from the seed of Cain. These were the seed of Ham, Noah's sons. But yet they, uh, uh, they hold to this. So Cain's seed stopped at the flood. We had eight souls. And Cain's seed was stopped at the flood. Now, we see there's another name here. One of Noah's or, uh, grandsons, uh, Ham's sons, was named him for the father of Canaan. And there's even study and teaching in that as well. So... Uh, Another question that, that comes up, and we may talk more about this in, a, in the coming weeks. Who was Cain's father? Uh, this individual, of course, we, we see now that <laughs> they were wrong. Cain didn't come, Cain's seed did not come through the flood, just didn't. We, we read that. There's no doubt his seed did not come through the flood. Wasn't snuck on board, wasn't on a high mountain, it did not come through the flood. So then, but this person said Cain's father was Satan. Adam was the father of Abel, and Satan was the father of Cain, and they were twins. And they just come up with things like this. So, uh, so is that, well, let's go to 1 John. 1 John chapter 3, and see, uh, I mean, most of the time when people come up with something like this, even the Jews, when they were holding on to all this cleanliness, we talked about the turning the water into wine from those, uh, that, that water pots that were used for cleansing. The Jews, they didn't just bring it out of the air. They looked at the scriptures where God's rewarded me according to the cleanness of my hands. So these people also have things that they cling to or go to. So 1 John, uh, let's see, 
1 John 3 and 12. It says, uh, not as Cain, who was all that wicked one. So, oh, well, maybe he's right then. Not as Cain, who was all that wicked one, and killed his brother. And why killed he him? Because his own works were evil and his brother's righteous. So there's a wonderful teaching around this, of course, too. But not as Cain, who was all that wicked one. So was Cain, did Satan actually father uh, Cain then? They, they, this is a scripture that they use. Cain was all that wicked one. So can we say, well, it must be of Satan then. Genesis chapter 4 and uh, my Bible's giving me troubles again tonight. Genesis chapter 4 and uh, verse 1. And Adam knew his and Adam knew Eve his wife and she conceived and bore Cain and said I have gotten a man from the Lord how do you deny that well if you go on down to verse 2 and she again bore his brother Abel well and they they jump on that word again and again means to continue on. And I have nothing wrong with that. She did continue on. But they said by this, we'll see they were twins. She gave birth to Cain, who was fathered by Satan, that wicked one. And Abel uh, was fathered by Adam. And they were twins because she continued on. Well, yes, she continued on for how many years having children and everything? Again and again and again. But these are things that they kind of uh, hold to. So... <sighs> Could Cain or anybody else be the offspring of, of Satan? I mean, they, we read in the scripture they used, well, Cain was all that wicked one. So does that mean he was of Satan then? Satan was his father and Adam was the father of, uh, of Abel? Uh, John 8 the 8th ch chapter, and if you have a page marker, we'll be going back and forth here uh, a little bit. John chapter 8 and verse 44. Like I said, people don't just bring us out of the air. They have things that they look to to help support their theories. So Genesis 8 and 44. Our Lord speaking here says, you are, you, are, you are of your father, the devil. And the lust of your father will you do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. So we can say here, the Lord says, you are your father, the devil. So does the devil have a genealogy? Was Cain, uh, was his father uh, actually the devil, his uh, actual father? 
said he was a murderer from the beginning. Well, Cain murdered his brother. So could Satan actually be Cain's father? These here, the Lord said, you are your father, the devil. So does the devil have a, a genealogy and stuff uh, uh, coming down through the ages? Well, and of course the answer is no. But let's go, and again, we probably come back to this, but let's go to uh, Matthew chapter 16. And we'll see something that shows that terminology does, you can't take that terminology and turn it into something else. Matthew chapter 16. The Lord used some pretty strong words here for one that we know was not of Satan, but yet, so Matthew 16 and 21. From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how he must go into Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. So the Lord began to tell his disciples and others, hey, this is what's going to take place. In other words, I'm the Messiah that was to come. And this is what's going to take place. I'm going to be the sacrifice. I'm going to be, they knew all about the sacrifices and the priesthood and the lambs and the Passover lamb. And he said, he said I'm going to be the lamb and I'm going to be killed and I'm going to resurrect. So, in other words, I'm the Christ. I'm going to give my life to pay for the sins of all that the Father gives me. So that's what he began to teach them. But Peter said, in verse 22, Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. Lord, you're not going to be the lamb. You're not going to be the sacrifice. You're not going to be killed. Is what Peter was saying. Peter didn't understand, of course, at this time. He thought, oh, this is going to be the king to lead Israel out of all the troubles. So Peter said this. I think out of love for the Lord, uh, basically, but saying, no, this is, this is not going to happen. You're not going to be killed. They're not going to take you. You're not going to be crucified. You're not going to be a sacrifice. And what did the Lord say to that? Verse 23, But he turned and said to Peter, Get thou behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, for thou savest not the things that are of God, but those that are of men. So do you think Satan was Peter's actual father? And the answer is no. We know he was one of the disciples, one of the Lord's sheep. Uh, but what was it? Peter was really saying, no, you're not going to be the sacrifice. You're not going to give your life. Just denying the whole thing that Christ come to do. So Peter was, was denying that. So many were possessed by demons and so forth, and they were cast out. Didn't mean that Satan was their actual physical father. And we know he wasn't Peter's father, but he said, you are of your father the devil. Uh, In, well, let's go back to uh, John 8 and 44. Where he said, 
ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in truth, because there is no truth in him. I want you to remember that. There is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. For he is a liar and the father of it. One of the first spiritual things my physical father taught me was 1 John 2.22. Who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ? We might have somebody that uh, tells fibs or whatever, we call him a liar. But spiritually, 1 John 2.22, who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ? It said Satan has no truth. He's the father of the liar. What's a liar? He that denies that Jesus is the Christ. What was Peter saying? No, you're not the Christ. You're not going to be crucified. You're not going to die for this. So Peter at that time was saying, no, uh, uh, he's denying that he was the Christ, basically. And he said, get thou behind me, Satan. Satan is a liar and the father of it. And a liar is he that denies that Jesus is the Christ. Uh, in, well, let's go back up a little bit there in verse 33 of, of John chapter 8. So we're going to look a little bit at Abraham's seed. We have Abraham, Isaac, and, and Jacob. And uh, let's look at Abraham's seed for a moment here. And, uh, well, let's just start reading verse 33. And they answered him, when, this is that the Lord was talking to them. And they answered him, We are Abraham's seed, and were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free? He was talking to them. They said, No, we were Abraham's seed. We weren't uh, in bondage and so forth. And in verse 34, Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is a servant of sin. And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. If the son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. And, our, and listen to what our Lord said. I know that you are Abraham's seed. So this is our Lord says his word. I, you tell me you're Abraham's seed. I know you're Abraham's seed. But let's go a little farther. But you seek to kill me. Because my word hath no place in you. I speak that which I have seen of my father, and ye do that which ye have seen of your father. Oh, your father. He's talking about their father, the devil. But not, not physically, because he already said, I know Abraham's your father. And in verse uh, 39... They answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you were of Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. So he's not contradicting himself. He says in verse 37, I know you're the, the, the literal physical seed of Abraham. But we look at spiritual Abraham, the covenant Abraham. And he said he wouldn't do this. Uh, in verse 40, but now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth. Well, he has a truth, but what about 
Satan's, uh, those that follow Satan, Satan is a liar and the truth was not in him. But now ye seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth, which I have heard of God. This did not Abraham. For ye do the deeds of your father. And they said unto him, We are not born to fornication. We have one father, even God. But he was talking about your, your father the devil, but not the physical father. They was following the lies. Satan was a liar and the father of it. So following his lies, denying that Jesus is a Christ, they were considered then uh, of their father the devil. Uh, I read 41, you do the deeds of your father. Then said they to him, we are not born of fornication. We have one father, even of God. And then in verse 42, Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me. For I proceed forth and came forth from God. Neither came I myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Even because you cannot hear my word. We can see that in the 10th chapter of John as well. Verse 44, Ye are of your father the devil. And he already said in verse uh, over there, in verse 37, I know you're Abraham's seed. On a physical, he was Abraham's seed. He knew that. But here he says, You're your father the devil. And the lust of your father will you do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. So in this respect, their father was the devil, because of lies. What, who's a liar? He that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. That's a liar. That's Satan. Peter followed that. We said, oh, no, you're not going to be the sacrifice, denying that he was the Christ in that respect. And certainly that's what they, they were doing. Now, we're Abraham's seed. And the Lord said, I, I know you're Abraham's seed. Uh, and as far as Abraham's seed, let's, let's go to Romans chapter 9 for a second. We have a, uh, Abraham, what, Abraham's spiritual seed. In Romans chapter 9, uh, some people think that, uh, I, I know Israel, of course, likes to uh, boast, and, and as these Pharisees did here, no, our genealogy goes back to Abraham. So when we think of Abraham and the covenant, does your genealogy have to go back to Abraham? And the answer is not physically, no. Uh, Romans 9 and verse 6, I think this is right, Romans 9, 6. Not as though the word of God hath taken no effect, for they are not all Israel who are of Israel. And that's something we should all never forget, because that goes into, there's another teaching, uh, but we want to remember that as well. In verse 7, neither because are they the seed of Abraham, are they all children but in Isaac shall I see be called. So just because some of those, those Jews and so forth that he was talking with, and they were talking to him, and they said, no, we got one father, Abraham. He said, I know you're Abraham's seed. But this is saying, they who are the children of the flesh, 
These are not the children of God, but the children of the promise are counted as a seed. Verse 7, neither because are they the seed of Abraham, are they all children. But in Isaac shall thy seed be called. So we have Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and of course the, the ten tribes uh, of, of Israel. Uh, but he said, because you're the seed of Abraham doesn't mean that you are of this particular uh, elect. So in uh, John chapter 8 again, let me, let me run back there again. Uh, so they were, they were the seed that those that the Lord was talking to here in this 8th chapter. They were the physical seed of Abraham but not according to promise. Again, verse 37, he said, I know you're Abraham's seed. And in verse 39, uh, they answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said unto you, if you were of Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. So they were Abraham's seed, but not according to the promise, not his children, uh, spiritual children, according to promise. And uh, let's go to Romans chapter 8 now. We'll see another side of that. Romans chapter 8 and uh, verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear but have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. For the Spirit himself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. So said you that are led by the Spirit are heirs and, uh, and, and, the, and the children. So Peter certainly fell into this category, but yet he called him, get down behind me, Satan. Why? Because he was following Satan's lie. Well, you're not the Christ. You're, you're not, no, you're, you're going to be the king of Israel. You're not the Christ that's going to die and pay for his sins. You're not the Messiah. So he was, he was following uh, Satan's teaching at that time. And... Uh, but here he said it was, uh, if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. So led by the Spirit, they are heirs of God. So we are Abraham's seed through Jesus Christ. Abraham's children through Jesus Christ. Just as uh, they were Satan. Satan was their father because they were following the teaching of that. They said, no, we're Abraham's seed. No, yeah, we know you're Abraham's seed, but not really. You're following your father, the devil. Uh, so we, uh, well, let me go to Galatians third chapter here. We're going to have to close. Uh, Galatians third chapter. So we are the seed of promise, and it talks about Abraham. Abraham, my genealogy, well, again, I can't trace it back very far, but I certainly can't trace it back to, to Abraham. 
And we know Israel did. But he told him, he says, avoid foolish questions about genealogies and law, because they took a genealogy. Well, I'll go back to Abraham. Uh, so Galatians 3 and 13. Christ had redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Curses everyone that hangeth on a tree. That the blessings of Abraham, this is talking about that covenant, that the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of spirit through faith. So we are the seed of Abraham through Jesus Christ. Not the literal seed, but we're connected to the promise that was given to Abraham. So uh, ours through Jesus Christ, we are, the, we are children, we are heirs of Abraham through Jesus Christ, but not in the literal sense. Uh, so Cain's father was Adam. Now, he may have followed the, de followed the devil like Peter did, but doesn't mean he was his actual father. So Cain's father was Adam. Cain's seed stopped at the flood. When the scripture said he was a, a child of the devil, meant the doctrine. The devil was a liar and the father of it. And who's a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. So we have a lot, a lot in this world today really denying that Jesus is the Christ. I'm not talking about just Arabs or things like that. I'm talking about people that, of course, Peter was, was converted from that. But people would say, no, you are your Savior by what you do. They're denying that Jesus is the Christ in that respect. Uh, so we can be the children of God through Abraham, heirs to the blessings through the Abrahamic covenant through Jesus Christ. But is uh, Cain's seed going to be the Antichrist? All oh, makes a nice, interesting story and probably make a good movie, but it's just not to. Can't get him through the flood. And you look at all these other scriptures, you know, the father of the devil and everything, and we see what that really means. They're, they're teaching and believing lies. That he, who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ? May the Lord bless the speaking of his word. We are dismissed.